Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go as it relates to PvP, aka the Self Arena and Go Battle League. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka a boy in the woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Furious jazz hands. Angry, angry, angry jazz hands. No one can see because we don't have webcams. Haha. <laughs> Take that video, <laughs> What, the jazz hands? I'm doing jazz hands. Yeah. Look, Ma, no hands. Or jazz hands. Uh, let's see. It's March 9th. This is the first episode of uh, March for 2021. I, like, almost did, like, an update of, hey, if people weren't paying attention, uh, COVID's still a thing, and uh, 2021 is marginally better than 2020, but... I imagine everyone is already caught up on everything going on and there's no required, you know, intro or filling in that people need. Wash your hands, you dang nasties. There you go. What is up, Jamar? Uh, don't hit that hydrate too often. I don't have enough water in my water bottle for this episode. Um, please and thank you. Everybody had <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get... I just asked for five different hydrate uh what's it uh i mean if they're spending their points on that that means they can't nickname my pokemon in my fire red nuzlocke playthrough i need to actually put out a couple like either tweets or post stuff in the discord with uh the the long list of my pvp pokemon that don't have nicknames so i've i'm slowly accumulating quite a list thanks to uh dolphin one of my rattatas is named steven Oh, th- thanks. I did see. I think Joey requested uh, Splinter, but I already have that covered in in Pokemon Go. So, I, no, it was the next Pokemon I caught in my Fire Red needed to be named Splinter because the joke was you didn't want to name it the Rattata. Oh, I see. So I ended up getting a Caterpie, and its name is Splinter. <laughs> Joey is like that. Well, it's March. There are some new things coming since we've had a switch over in months. We have the same Patreon podcast producers of Winston the Champ. Winston the Champ is our podcast producer for the month of March. Thank you. If you want to back us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash battle science and back us at the $5 tier or more to get your name shouted out on all of this month's episodes or next month's episodes, depending on when you back us and how that timeline works. <clears throat> oh, goodness. What's the website for Patreon, though? Patreon.com slash battle science. Oh, neat. Yeah. You can also like tweet us at battle underscore science. Or email email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. So we've you've got some options. Uh I'm getting oh, hey, there's Nightbot chiming in with one of the updates I put in. Is it? I don't see it. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel to make the URL easier. Ah. I'm being invited to a one star raid. I'm gonna pass. Although I have way too many remote raid passes to be able to claim any of the uh, new boxes so those new boxes are nice go go claim those free weekly boxes if you haven't already go do those Alrighty. so we have some news and some meta a little 
a little bit of covering previous stuff and a little bit of new stuff. So we've got uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump in here into the the news roundup here. Here 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 here. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. All right, bumper has been played. Let's jump into the news roundup. Uh, first couple of uh, updates here are going to we're just gonna pass right through them and we're gonna get to the little nuggets that weren't told before. So this post we're looking at here first from PokemonGoLive.com is a new season is coming, and so our March's Pokemon Go updates. This was released, I believe, the day after we recorded the previous episode. It has a lot of the same information about the Season of Legends that we have covered before. The key thing to look out for here, I believe, is going to be the Team Go Rocket Special Research each month in the Season of Legends, March, April, and May, are going to have different Shadow Legendary Birds. You're looking at Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres as Shadow variants that Giovanni will have each month. So this is the first time we're seeing Giovanni with recycled Shadows. Yes, which isn't a surprise. They're just stalling for time. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. He's he's had the three legendary... Well, so recycled, you can mark them as that, sure. But another uh, a point I would make here is that Giovanni really... Team Rocket in a story core series only shows up in the main two regions of Kanto and Johto. Quick shout out, JR Honda twenty one twenty one. Thank you so much for the sub. Um, argue you you could say that it wouldn't make sense for Giovanni to have Shadow Legendaries beyond Johto. That if he had Shadow of the the Three Beasts, it would make sense. But beyond that, would be a little bit bizarre. Because what do you have after that? The, the Weather Trio, the Swords of Justice don't feel like they would become Shadow. Well, I'm just I'm more of thinking not just because they're shadow, but because Giovanni was never in the main series games in those regions. That's fair. So I could I mean I could see it's additional content and making them be, you know, shadow eligible might make some interesting plays in higher level of GBL. We've not seen anything beyond what's the what's the most recent legendary Pokemon that hasn't been eligible for Great League because the legendary beasts have been Latios Latias have been the genies aren't the genies aren't but I'm thinking what's what was before the genies that were legendaries that we haven't gotten uh, the Titans Six. the Kyogre and Groudon that's true they haven't so I think beyond that because I can't imagine, unless they announce Aqua and Team Aqua and Team Magma, that we get Shadow. Yeah, <clears throat> Shadow variants Jamar of those two. Right there, Team Aqua, Team Magma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could see Team Aqua and Team Magma as a really interesting sort of shakeup to the, Wouldn't the that Shadow be a pool. Awesome way to launch GoFest this year. Yes. I mean, we've already seen them tweak the NPCs that they put in the game. That's true. And the avatar clothing is there already. That's true. I'd be very curious to see how that plays with, I mean, Team Aqua, Team Magma do usually have a little bit of a varied pool of Pokemon, um, yeah. but they are very much water and fire, excuse me, focused. So that would make it, I would be very interested to see how that plays around with the grunt teams 
Um, and then how uh, Arlo, Cliff, and Sierra, do they go away for a while? Are there Team Aqua, Team Magma replacements then? Are there new NPCs yeah, that are sort yeah. of like lieutenants? I'd be very curious to see some of that. As a yeah, because the, the most of the research that requires you to beat the team leaders doesn't, unless it specifically says Arlo, Sierra, or Cliff, mm-hmm. they just say team leaders. Yes. So those can be switched out to other, other uh, NPCs, other names at any point, at some other uh, point in time, which I think is really cool. It's a really cool idea. Um, and a concept that I think, I mean, you and I have been talking about you know, gym leaders from the corn series games showing up as battleable NPCs for at least a year plus. So this is something that, I mean, I'd love to see. Um, And I even tossed the idea out last time we recorded about them randomly appearing as battleable NPCs and go battle league. mm -hmm. Primals. Ooh, that's an interesting, because primals are technically megas. It's the same mechanic. It's the same mechanic. Yes. God, the the amount of candy for that, though. That would be (laughs) pretty gross. Yeah, it's certain. I I imagine it's going to happen at this point. Uh, It's a matter of when, when, and then how disgusting are those stats going to be? If there any indication to what they are in the main series meta game. (laughs) <laughs> gross can we what's your okay so if primal kyogre comes out what's your uh over under on the amount of players required to beat it in a raid probably goes up to 12 to 13 or no that's about about five yeah 12 to 13 maybe 14 if i'm being generous wow <laughs> like level level seven do you think it's... do you think we see that as a go fest we see the primals I hope not, to be honest. I hope not. Go fest. We see Team Aqua, Team Magma. We see the primals. With this being the year of legend, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the both Megas of Mewtwo drop this summer. Well, this is only the season of legend. It's only three months, so up until like mid-end of May. So, But 25th anniversary, they're focusing a bunch on Kanto. Mm. Uh, It's either going to be Mega, Mewtwo, X, and Y, or we're going to see Mega Lucario. Two of the biggest point seller mascots that they can use. Why not both? Yeah. I mean, I, I they I they imagine. want to make money and they want to spread it out. That's true. They want to make it like toast, spread the butter evenly. Yeah, which makes the toast all the more better. <clears throat> butter. If anyone eats dry toast, one, you're savage, and two, <laughs> well, I don't know. Let us know, I guess, if you want, because that's. That's crazy. It's <clears throat> whack. <laughs> it's whack. Let's see here what else is new. We've already talked about the different formies of Landorus, Tornadus, and Thunderous. Um, the Megas we've talked about. Have we talked about the Pokemon Spotlight Hours? Yeah. We've got Krabby, Drowsy, Voltorb, Surskit, and Slug. Or no, we wouldn't have talked about that because this would have been out the day after. What's wrong with dried toast? Nothing's wrong with dried toast. Like, toast is already dry, but toast with no butter. Even saying if you eat your toast plain. No no butter. Like, I'm okay. Toast with peanut butter, 
you know, I, I could go for every once in a while. You toast with jam, you know, nothing wrong with that. But if you go straight toast, no topping. Toast, no topping, I, I can't. I can't imagine someone doing that. You're, someone has. It's that's it's a rough time. That's a really rough time. I mean, there's like a challenge with eating as many Popeyes biscuits as you can without without any drink. There you go. There's because it's like dry. Toast. You dislike butter. You're in a plain. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. You think we'll get a new mythical this season? Um. Oh, that's an interesting question considering mythicals. Mythicals and legendaries have different tags, so I don't know if we see something like... I think Manaphy is the next one on the list. If we're getting the incarnate forms of the genies, there's mm-hmm. a good chance we'll see Meloetta. Okay. Do we see... Because she's, she's key to that. Uh-huh. Do we see... So Shaman? We haven't seen Shaman yet? We have not. Okay, so we might see Shaman. Oh, hey, look. New upcoming events that we'll talk about here shortly. <clears throat> I like that this one is not bold. That's interesting. But to quickly go over the spotlight hours, as of the recording tonight, it's Jazz Hand Drowsy Night. The week after that, March 16th, will be Voltorb. And for that, you'll get double Stardust for catching. So that's a good one if you haven't got the shiny to get the blue ball. Or if you're not interested in Voltorb, you can pop a Meltan box and work on the other research tasks that we have or no that goes that never mind that ends this weekend so don't worry about that but voltorb then after that will be surskit on the 23rd and you'll get twice the xp for catching pokemon and then march 30th will be slugma and you'll earn twice the candy for catching pokemon uh missed opportunity for both surskit and slugma to get their shiny but you know eh. um we might see one of the two of them at some point. Yeah. They they might announce it in a little bit. Um, Surskit and Slugma both. Surskit's shiny is cool. I do really like it. Turns it like almost gold. The Does Slugma go blue? I don't know. I don't think I've ever looked at it. I think it goes blue. It goes from like the red-orange to blue, which is a weird... In 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 Slugma's instance, usually it's like, oh, that's kind turns of a cool. Gray. Turns gray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like gray poupon. That's uh, gray poupon is yellow, my guy. Not the. Never mind. Gray, gray uh, poupon is the a mustard. cargo though. Turns pink like ditto. <laughs> <laughs> like ditto pink, <laughs> and its shells brown. Um, the only PvP Pokemon we care about in Spotlight is Drowsy. E- Yes, I, would I mean say I like so. I like Electrode. Electrode has some really interesting play, but probably won't ever be relevant. Uh, Masquerade has a really interesting kit that I have wa- I just have wanted it to be better. It's it's a bug type Pokemon that really would have benefited from the status effects. It's also yeah. a speed based, so. Yeah. It is one of the others that did get lunged, but even then, it really doesn't help much. Yeah, it just won't see a whole lot of play. And Macargo has really had its... Macargo has had some moments. Its typing is interesting in a fire rock. The... You won't you see it often. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, you won't see it often, but it is something that 
looking if you're looking for a good PvP IV one to just sort of have in your back pocket. Looking at yep. uh, paying attention for Slugma Spotlight Hour, it's not a bad option. Yeah. Excuse me. Ooh, I ate a ate a big lunch in my. Uh, I'm getting the the not hiccups, but like um, I don't know what you call them. <clears throat> All right. Next article that we will breeze through here. Season of Legend begins. Read for more details. This is what I wanted to talk about because this wasn't in... These details were not as forthcoming before. Pokemon appearing more often in the wild in northern and southern hemispheres. I knew I had a problem with it two weeks ago. I have a bigger problem now. Northern hemisphere gets Fungus, Tangla, Miltank, Shuppet, Finneon, Ducklet, Carablast, Ponyta, Lotad, Patrat, and more. The Southern Hemisphere has Paris, Yanma, Stantler, Drifloon, Remoraid, Buizel, Shelmet, Vulpix, Seedot, Zigzagoon, and more. So the ones that I believe they actually switched up this list then because one of my one of my bigger complaints was that Ferrothorn or Ferrisseed was in the Southern Hemisphere. And that's no and longer the case. Some other, I think, steel it was um Pineco. Pineco, I think, was in the Southern Hemisphere as well. Yep. Um, they're not on the list here, but I believe within the Season of Legend, they will be in the Southern Hemisphere anyway, uh, which disappointed me considering I don't have good of either, and those are two hybrid steels that are fairly solid. Very relevant in PvP. <laughs> yes. The other thing that incredibly disappoints me here is not a PvP-related, but it's the fact that Vulpix is in the Southern Hemisphere, and I still don't have the shiny, and I'm slightly better. Only slightly. Um, Only I think slightly. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think the biggest. I mean, uh, DJ Keza, the reason you might not be seeing a Paris is because they've they've rotated. Although they only rotated what a uh, week and change ago. I think March first. Yeah. So, the other thing here is I think I was looking through the list of what they've shown off. So Drifloon is a big, uh, Drifblim is a big PvP Pokemon. Ninetales is a big PvP Pokemon. Realistically, most people should already have the C dots evolution. Um, Shiftry, Shiftry. Everyone should have Shiftry at this point. Shiftry's with its community day. Um, uh, Linoon here's not a big get. So I'm not quite sure. Shouldn't have to worry too much about that. It was that a either. very spicy pick for GBL for a while. Yeah. But then fighters kind of took over. <laughs> oh, you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't know what like the spawn rates of these are. Because I've seen, I think in the last week, I've seen a ducklet. Yeah. And the rest I mean, from this, I've seen a couple we got of... going on right now is also going to overlap that. That's right. I've seen like a mill tank or two in the last two days. I didn't see any Ponyta. That's about it. I saw a couple of mill tank and a, a ducklet. Yeah, they so... just keep they they. Here's an event. So you have your normal spawns. There's a month long or three month long event, and then they have other events on top of those events overlaying your overall spawns yeah and i think i was seeing a reddit post talking about just the spawns and it was the length of events currently and the fact that there's events running on top of events yeah. and the way that the spawn points and spawn pools are working it just feels rather janky i think <clears throat> yeah 
Nest event a palooza. Yeah. <laughs> it's um uh eventception. Yeah. No, it's actually kind of funny. I went to a local nest and I was like, oh, this must be a ponytail nest. There's plenty of ponytail here. Mm -hmm. And then one of the locals was like, no, that's an event spawn. And I was like, are you sure? Because there was also a bunch of uh, Wurmple there. And I was like, oh, no, please don't be a Wurmple nest. Oh, please be a Wurmple nest. I don't have my purple Wurmple. Uh, I've caught in two over the last couple of weeks. Ah, uh, good for you. <laughs> good <laughs> for you. What you've got a what? You're you're like getting distant in the mic. Sorry, I was saying I I have too many. I don't want to click on them anymore. Mm. It's the same with like uh oh, what's the other one? Jigglypuff. I don't want to click on them anymore. I I shouldn't be clicking on Vulpix or not Vulpix um Eevee anymore. I've gotten I think my thirtieth shiny Eevee last week, and I was like, why? Oh my gosh. Why are you... What are you doing? The E-boy. E-boy. E <laughs> don't respect... Don't disrespect him. Okay. Click on the Jigglypuff. To be puff. honest, over the last three months, I've gotten six, okay? Shiny Jigglypuff? Yes. Woo! It's like, first could you follow like me? <laughs> it's the fairy dust. It's like, stop. Oh, um, I think there was, I don't think the Pokemon hatching from eggs was in the previous event. It was. It's a big, it's a big list. And to be honest, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Miss, uh, not Missmers, Wismers. I'm hearing Wismers of people just not caring about hatching eggs anymore. Um, and I don't blame people. So... What are the thing I have an incubator for my infinite one that I remember to put on every once in a while? Mm -hmm. Actually, <laughs> thanks for the reminder. I'm gonna check my. Let me check my what I've got incubated currently. Uh, Pokemon eggs. I've got nothing, but I do have a 10k. Let's incubate that. These nightly walks with my dog will get me. Quickly, Dad. I'm curious. Which three did you get? Does Drowsy count as one of those? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Or does it count for all three? I'd be impressive if you got three shiny uh, drowsy because I haven't seen any. I haven't seen. I'm on the hunt for the nose pass. Yes. <clears throat> or is it the orange Geo dudes? The Cheeto. Right. The Cheeto, <laughs> exactly. Speaking of nose pass, sniff out legendary Pokemon in the Searching for Legends event. Nido Girl, Baltoy, and Tornadus. Ah, oh, I'm looking for. I'm looking for a Baltoy myself. It's that. It's got that green brow. We're kicking off the season of Legends with a search for legendary Pokemon. Any successful search requires a good sense of direction. And if there's one Pokemon equipped to help you in that regard, it's Nosepass. The Compass Pokemon will be appearing in greater numbers to help you sniff out leads alongside a variety, a variety of ground, rock, and steel type Pokemon. So from today, Tuesday, March 9th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, March 14th at 8 a.m. local time. And this was a, a point made by the Reddit post of event event durations. This event's only five days. Yeah. We were seeing, remember initially we were seeing events that were two days long. Yeah. About two years ago or so, I was down in Vegas for a conference for work and it was during like the bug event or something because either were around and it was a two, 
It was a two week long event. Um, and it was crazy. And I was like, okay, cool. Like you get to play casually. It's a casual game. And and now we're shrinking them down to, you know, three to five days, depending on if it's a weekend event or a, a week event or, or whatever. It's, I don't know if I like it. I don't, don't know if I like it. Nose pass ability to know your opponent's lead before you play GBL confirmed. Wait, how? <coughs> I would more say you get a deck of Pokemon cards and then a psychic Pokemon would be able to draw your opponent's lead out from the deck. But I don't know. That's just my, my theory. Following Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. Diglett, Geodude, Magnemite, Nosepass, Aeron, Boltoy, Ragnarogan, nope, Roggenrola, Drillbur, and more. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Nosepass, which is just yellow. You will not miss it. A big yellow nose. Following Pokemon will be attracted to Incense, Alolan, Diglett, Alolan, Geodude, Magnemite, Nosepass, Aeron, Laron, Beldum, Roggenrola, Drillbur, and more. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 5k eggs, Magnemite, Nosepass, Aeron, Boltoy, Beldum, and Drillbur. I am butchering names today the following pokemon will be appearing in one star raids alolan diglett nosepass roggenrola drillbur ferroseed and clink the following pokemon will be appearing in three star raids alolan graveler magneton skarmory and matang complete event exclusive field research tasks and timed research to encounter pokemon like nosepass so is a rocky event, Jesse. How how excited are you for this? I'm excited. I'm enjoying it. I, I'm a big fan of Steel-type Pokemon, so this is a fun event for me. I'd love to get out more to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wait till Saturday or Friday if we're not working. <laughs> I, What's up, Eric? I do like, I do like these. The uh, Battle Ram found is for Shiny Drazzy, so... Nice Battle Ram. Congrats. I got 12 minutes. Let's see if I can see if I can get it. The I also am a fan of Steel Type. This might be my chance to get the shiny Aeron, uh, but you know, in all likelihood, Steven probably won't some happen. shiny Aeron luck. Probably won't happen. Um gotta believe. I think in this instance there are a handful of Pokémon that you're going to look out for for I was going to say GBL greatly. and PvP. Yeah, GBL and PvP as a whole. Magnemite's going to be a solid one. The benefit with Magnemite is you're not going to see a whole lot of weather boosted Magnemite um, because it's uh, is it a steel steel electric or is it just yeah. electric to begin it's with? Steel electric. So okay. if it's raining, so if it's raining, you'll see boosted. But for the most part, you'll be you'll be seeing some general spawns of Magnemite. Nose Pass and Probo Pass. Probo Pass is all right. It's had its times to shine, but it hasn't shown up recently. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets either some sort of move buff debuff um, or uh, move nerf slash buff at some point, um, or if it gets a new move or some at some point to. Probo Pass its... pretty solid in the Silph Vortex Cup if you don't have yourself a good one already. Mm-hmm. But you do need to know the risks with what else is in the cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've I I feel like we've probably clowned on. Um, shoot. Aaron's third form. What is it? Agron. I feel like we've clowned on Agron before, 
with how just mediocre it plays. Poo on the haters, poo. It's I. It plays well in some scenarios, but it's overall typeset and the lack of the lack of performance with steel type moves really doesn't help it. So. It is a solid PVE Pokemon, though, and it will eventually get a Mega. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Beldum, Roggenrola. Let's see. Oh, uh, I'm reading from the wrong list. Um, Baltoy and Roggenrola. Claydol is going to be one you do want to look out for. Um, Shield on and research tasks. Thank you, uh, Eric. Shield on is going to be pretty reasonable i've seen a lot less hype for bastiodon recently than i saw initially so there's a lot of people that are not happy about bastiodon right now is that just because of its performance or yeah because it's a wall oh because it's good it's good oh people get over that um well that people are also yeah exactly eric that's true candy farming it came it came in at a point where level 40 maxed out it performed very well, but this was leagues before. It was relevant leagues before the XL candy boom. So, but now it's making even such a big difference with the XLs. Yeah. Um, I mean, so... it's, you you've seen how difficult it was. What was its debut? Kingdom Cup or Tempest? Mm, it was. Oh shoot! Wasn't Bastion around at the very beginning of? PvP, wasn't it around in um, Boulder? I don't, I don't think anyone had one for Boulder. If you did, congrats. Somebody, somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say it was around for Boulder. I feel like I saw it, I saw people running it in Boulder. The, yeah, I've got a basket on it, and I would love more reasons to use it. I will, I will allow. Um, Randall saying Kingdom. That's where I feel like we first saw it. Yeah, I. I would have to go back. I think I still have the footage somewhere of our recordings from Boulder. The this event's got some solid stuff to 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 catch, and so the the one thing is, if you're listening to this podcast as it's, I mean, hopefully you're listening to this podcast as it comes out and you're already aware that some of these are fairly solid PVP Mon. Uh, but if you don't use the weekend to catch what you can, because there's some very solid performers within this, within this yeah, event. Steel and so. ground are both very relevant in PVP. Let's see. Canto bonus event. We're going to skim over this one. Cause this is a really, I would say most of the community has already had the conversations about this one. The <laughs> due to a technical it's also part of our community question. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Due to a technical issue that occurred during Pokemon Go Tour Kanto, some trainers were able to access the ticketed portion of the event without purchasing a ticket. We apologize for this issue, and to help trainers who purchase a ticket feel like they are receiving its value, paid ticket holders will be able to participate in a bonus event. So the bonus quote event, end quote, is from Friday, March 5th to Monday, April 5th features you'll be able to earn the following items by completing event exclusive timed research 30 ultra balls a lure module a poffin a super incubator a lucky egg three silver pineabs trying to catch this this drowsy here 
Three silver pineapple berries, a star piece, an elite fast TM, an elite charge TM, a charge TM, a fast TM, and a hundred mu candy. A free bundle containing three remote raid passes will be available in the in-game shop. Make sure to claim the free bundle and complete the time research tasks by Monday, April 5th, 2021, at 10 a.m. local time. Please note that this event will be available only to trainers who purchased a Pokemon Go Tour Kanto ticket. Trainers who inadvertently received access to the ticketed portion of the Pokemon Go Tour Kanto without purchasing a ticket will still be able to access the Pokemon Go Tour Kanto special research. What? <laughs> Which is... So then why did you even say the previous part? No, so I think the Pokemon Go Tour Kanto special research was the research for that event weekend. And not the new ones? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, the what was it called? I would. So it either way, you're catching. getting these items for free as long as you complete the research. Yes. Yeah, in the research itself, I saw people get it within completed within the first thirty minutes. Um, it's incredibly easy. It's I guess kind of nice to get an elite fast TM and an elite charge TM as a bonus. This isn't really an event. It's just a bonus special research because they felt bad i guess i don't know i don't know dollars I... <laughs> worth of items for a 12 dollar ticket yes plus you get the the full day's event experience as long as you you know enjoyed it and thought it was worth that amount i i don't i i don't know how i feel about this in particular uh, it was okay um cool bonus items i think thought yeah it's a bad it's a bad use of the word event it's pity pity events pity items if they wanted to make it up i would have loved an event 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 meaning spawns mm. spawns pokemon spawns <laughs> you're, you're emphasizing it in a weird way so one of the things i said in trainer tips vid chat when he was talking about it as well was it would be nice if they were able to give, because they obviously don't want to put out the spawns themselves. Give us an incense or a lure or something that specifically spawns those Kanto Pokemon. Jiggly Dad, they're making up for the fact that people that didn't pay for the ticket were able to get a ticket in some instances and um, interact with the event, which, I mean, that's not a big deal for me i'm not butthurt about that i i mean some people might be yeah it's a it's a weird it's a weird reason for this i guess because it's like we paid 12 dollars and some people didn't have to pay any i mean good for them it's a bug in the game and they didn't i mean they didn't they didn't steal it they didn't go into niantic's headquarters and thieve it out or right. anything just, the game just people actually and had some people to save were able money to... or do something to be able to buy that ticket and then to hear that their friends were able to just get in for free is kind of like a i don't know a stab in the back i mean sure it, it hurts but it's like not the biggest thing in the world it's weird yeah i mean personally i had a great time i feel more bad for the people that always have to be the the testers of if you will before us like for what is it, PacWest? Uh, Asian Pacific. APAC. APAC. I, anybody that listens to APAC, listens to our show, or any players that you guys know in APAC, do what you can to help them, because that sucks. 
Yeah, it they sucks always... to be the one that has to find out all the bugs. Yeah, they get the event first, but they also get all of the bugs first. So, all right, some back labor players some love. Moving on to the next piece of news here: a collaboration has been finalized between Pokemon Go and the Pokemon trading card game. <clears throat> Trainers, a collaboration has has been finalized between Pokemon Go and Pokemon trading card game. I don't know why the word finalized is being used here. I'm not going to go into like tinfoil hat, like <laughs> weird stuff here, but collaboration has been announced. 2021 marks the 25th anniversary of the release of Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green. And just like the video games, the Pokemon trading card game is also celebrating its 25th anniversary. To celebrate, we are doing a collaboration between Pokemon Go and the Pokemon trading card game. In part one of the collaboration, Professor Willow will appear as a Pokemon TCG card in summer 2021, which marks the five-year anniversary of the release of Pokemon Go. We plan for this card to be obtainable in regions around the world where Pokemon TCG is sold. A.K.A. you shouldn't have to sell your firstborn to scalpers to get this card. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Right. Starting in late May 2021, we plan to announce the art and content for of the Professor Willow card and details on how to get the card in each area. We will make announcements as further collaborations are determined, so we hope you will look forward to those. The Pokemon trading card game is a two-player head-to-head trading card game based on the Pokemon video game series. You can experience the fun of collecting Pokemon TCG cards, building your own deck, and using it in Pokemon battles. Personally, I want to get the Professor Willow card. It is neat. I'm actually surprised that it's taken this long. Yeah. It's a little bizarre, but uh, good for them, and it's finally happening. I mean, that that makes him officially canon, right? Um, I think the inclusion of Rocket in Pokemon Go made everything quote-unquote canon. It just makes it very weird. Yeah. If you really want to like take the anime and the main series games and do the whole like multiverse theory kind of oh thoughts, um, no shiny hypno for me. Uh, I Same am here. now ten percent more depressed. This is the first time a non. Oh, I think Eric, your I think your statement got half finished before hitting enter. The is it maybe like a non-main series? Oh, a non-main series game professor has been in the TCG. So wait, like the professor from Pokemon Snap wasn't shown as a... Pokemon Snap was Professor Oak, unless you mean the new one. Really? The per- the Pokemon professor in the original Pokemon Snap was Oak? Yeah. Interesting. So then... What about, like, the Ranger series? Pokemon, uh, or, not Ranger. Was it the Ranger? Rescue Team. I'm well, so the Rescue sure. the rescue Team was the dungeon. What was the one where you have the tops? I, I don't know. <laughs> TCG event for the Pokemon. Yes, I would assume there's a TCG event for Pokemon. How they do with Beyblades. <laughs> um... <laughs> What they're going to use to focus what what Pokemon spawns and stuff they're going to have for the a TCG crossover, I have no idea. Because it's a crossover with everything. 
Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it could be another Kanto thing. It could be... I mean, we could see more NPCs. We could see some of the, the gym leaders or something pop up for it. I don't know. Yeah, which would be nice. Codes and Different change of pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall, I don't like where you're. Go- I don't like where my head goes when you say codes and redeems, as if you <laughs> you get one of the cards, you get a piece of research or something. I don't like that. Oh, monetizing it. No, Ooh. I don't like that. He might not be like wrong that. though. I don't like that. That's and I think that's the thing. Yeah. I don't think you're. I don't think you're entirely wrong in that instance. So, <sighs> which makes me sad. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, would you be surprised to be honest? No, no. I mean, and, yeah, that's and that's the thing. I could see it happening, and it disappoints me. Yeah, but I, as long as it's not in Happy Meals again, and people aren't buying hundreds of Happy Meals just to get card packs, just make it its own card and sell it separate or something. I don't know, yeah. or pack it in with a new Pokeball Plus, or um, what's the watch, the wristband. The gotcha. Well, the official gotcha. The Go Plus. The Go Plus. Yeah, make a new version of the Go Plus. Bundle a Professor Willow card in it. That's it. Make yep. it. Make it a hollow version every time, so no one gets. No one. There's no. There's no surprises. Yeah. Yeah. That way, nobody has to like worry about no getting the best one. Scalp or, the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want no reason for people to be paying an exorbitant amount of money for this. Yeah. Go plus plus. No, it's the Go plus plus. <laughs> the Go plus Ultra or the Go Plus Max. Name it like Are phones. Are making up terms now? Well, no, make it like phones because you have the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra and then the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Make yeah. it like the Go Pro Max or something. Yeah. Honestly, a, a Pokemon and Apple crossover th- product would probably sell like hotcakes. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Apple, if you want to take that idea, I would love a you know a little slice of the the income from <laughs> the that cut. guy. I would love that. Please, cut it out. Just a, a a dollar per. I'd be oh, I'd be making so much money. Drapple as its mascot. We, we're a ways off from Drapple. Okay, Incense Day featuring. Beldum and other psychic and steel type Pokemon. This is big. This is big. This is very big. On Sunday, how big is it, Steven? Uh, it's very big. Um, I actually recently rewatched uh, Iron Man two, so I was doing I that it my voice impression reminds me of um, Mickey Rourke. I, w- I want my board. I want my board. <laughs> Give me my board. On Sunday, March 14th, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time, you will be able to enjoy an Incense Day event featuring Beldum and other Psychic and Steel-type Pokemon. So we've seen events like this before with multiple types. We saw it with yep. Water and Dark with Caravana. We saw it with Electric and Dragon with Mareep. During this event, Beldum will be attracted to Incense, and you could even encounter a Shiny Beldum if you're lucky. It's been out for a while. Hopefully you already have one, but if not, this is the time to get it. Evolve Matang, the evolution of Beldum, during the event to get a Metagross that knows Meteor Mash, an attack that was previously featured during Community Day. Neat. Excuse me. An event-exclusive one Pokecoin bundle featuring an incense will also be available to purchase in the shop. 
boots. Excuse me, goodness gracious. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of food for lunch. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, already read that one. In addition to Beldum, different Pokemon will be attracted to incense at different times throughout the event. During times that feature psychic-type Pokemon, you might encounter Pokemon like Natu, Giraffarig, Metatite, and Baltoy. If you're lucky, you might even find a Muna. During times that feature Steel-type Pokemon, you might encounter Pokemon like Alolan Diglett, Magnemite, Aeron, and Bronzor. If you're lucky, you might even encounter a Shieldon. Here is a breakdown of which types of Pokemon you can expect to encounter at different times throughout the event. So from 11 to noon, you get Psychic types. From noon to 1, you get Steel types, and they alternate up until the 5 o'clock hour when it ends. We've seen these events before. This one is prime a prime opportunity to get some XL candies for Metatite, for Shield On. Grab yourself some ball toy. Muna's not going to be as... I, don't, I just don't think... Is it Muna and Musharna? Doesn't perform well enough yet. No. So, um, I mean, if they were to give it the carbon copy moveset of... Uh, even of Hypno, it's still just the stats that hold it back. Mm. Um, Alolan Diglett doesn't perform any better than Diglett. Or uh, Doug Trio, the two Doug Trios yeah. just don't perform. The two Doug Trios don't really perform, but it's pretty crazy to see the damage output for Shadow. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. And if I you have for some free time, go look that up. If it's you funny, if you really wanted to, I believe with XL candies bringing them up to level fifty, they're actually because Doug Trio caps out shy of fifteen hundred, I believe. Yeah. Or right at there, but it's never they've never performed well. So maybe having them be XL, finding the right PvP or the right stat distribution might actually make them semi-relevant. Um, or at least you'd be able to catch some people by surprise because they've never been relevant. Yeah. Magnemite, Aeron, Bronzor, all things that you should realistically... Ex ex except for Bronzor. Uh, Magnemite, Aeron, things you'll see this week. And then Bronzor is something that... Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of what its evolution's name is. Bronzong? Bronzong. Bronzong solid. So if you don't have a good Bronzong, um, you can look out for it there. And uh, Claydol being one of the ones that recently got a rework too. Yes, yes. They Go got look. Shadow Ball and Ice Beam if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. Go go get some Ball Toy. Get yourself a Claydol. And go get those XL candies. I'm seeing, I'm always jealous. I have to work weekends, so I will be catching what I can um, during these community day moves uh, or during these community days. I'm seeing the amount of people that have caught like really good stuff and the amount of XL candy. I'm like, good for you. I have to work. So, you know, I'm yeah, jealous it's, and salty. It, so. Even in our local community lately, they've been pretty salty about how the XL candy system works. And they're just now realizing how hard it actually is to get to that level up requirement where you have to max out three. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I, I told them back when we were both, you know, found out the announcement, this isn't going to be easy, but it's just now catching up to them. And it's like, to be honest, it'll be just like megas. Give it six months. Enough people will complain. Niantic will fix it. Well, megas again, megas only took a month and a half, less than that. Yeah. XL candies. We're getting a little bit of a, a little bit of an adjustment. I think as of this month, but 
XL with candies. Distribution with like legendaries and stuff. Uh, legendaries. Anything that has a raid guarantees one, I think. That and sounds about right, yeah. I think trades, you have the chance of getting an XL candy from trades. I think the difference we're seeing here, though, is with Megas, you had to raid to get them. With the XL, you don't have to. Right. And a lot of the people that were really hardcore and wanted to level up and get to 50 as quick as possible, they didn't have a problem with this system. They just saw it as a bigger reason to grind. Yeah, and I think the the thing with XLs, especially maxing out three Pokemon to level up, your level 50 is not, as I've said before, you're, you're getting to level 50 is a bonus. Yep. You don't have to do it. Yeah, and you're that's not... one of the things that I think some of them are missing out on is like it's not something you have to do. Uh huh. And I even had the locals in our area, you know, ask me what what's the benefit of a level fifty, and I said, outside of playing casually, nothing. Mm -hmm. I said you really just it really helps you solo raids faster or require less people. It also helps with rockets and it helps benefit with things like just raids. Mm -hmm. Or gym battles. Raids, gym battles, PvP in certain instances, but I imagine most of our locals are, they just don't play PvP a whole lot. Yeah. They're usually so not like, in the it, long so. run, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Yeah. But if you're very serious about PvP, for Master League, it makes a big difference. It, it's, it's situationally based, and it's a very big investment. Eric BN does bring up the good point that we should um, put on uh put on a loudspeaker don't forget to evolve your shadow beldum matangs during this event yeah. your shadows don't forget to evolve ones that anything you want any beldum you want to be a metagross with meteor mash evolve them this weekend evolve yep. them on sunday between 11 and 5 your local time yeah preferably right as it hits 1105 before you've gotten to the swing of things like yeah Right at the and they have the enough time to your game to register that it started. Yeah, just do it. Just do it first thing, <laughs> and get it done, and then you know take a deep breath. If you happen and enjoy to find another one along the way, there you go. Yep. All right. Um, one other thing I did want to point out is this could point to the future and sometime within the year of Mega Metagross coming out as well. So another reason to get that Meteor Mash. Mm -hmm. That's true, because it's moveset doesn't change at all. No. I'd be curious to see. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure when we do get that, so. But that is something to consider This when this event goes on, just stocking up on candy for that. Mm -hmm. All right, our final piece of news. <clears throat> Debuted earlier today. Tynamo, Mega Minetric, the Therian for, Therian for me, Thunderous, come roaring into the first ever Electric-type-themed event, Charge Up. Is this really the first ever electric type event? I mean, outside of Mareep. Like, I mean, but electric was a... type as a feature, yes. Huh. This is shocking. To use a pun that I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that pun. Charge up your batteries and get ready to roll. Electric-type Pokemon will soon have their moment in the spotlight with the first-ever charge-up event. Similar to previous events like Psychic Spectacular and Bug Out, this event will focus on catching, evolving, and powering up Pokemon of a single type. This time, it's electric. Tuesday, March 16th at 10 a.m. to Monday, March, 22, March 22nd, 2021 at 8 p.m. local time. So you're looking at roughly a week. A little less than a week. 
Electro-type Pokemon, including Alolan, Geodude, Voltorb, Electrike, Stunfisk, and more, will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Also, keep an eye out for Tynamo. Tynamo? Tynamo? Tynamo. With, uh, which will be making its Pokemon Go debut. Uh, bullet point. Uh-huh. Stunfisk XL farming. Ooh. Wait, why would you need want it to XL farm? Ultra. Oh, gross. The following po- electric type Pokemon will be hatching in 5k eggs. Pikachu, Elekid, Electrike, Shinx, Joltik, Tynamo, and Stunfisk. Um, Randall's rede- redeeming a hydrate. I have run out of water. Jesse, you're going to have to drink for bo- the both of us. Okay. Or, hold on. Do I have... No, my my uh, my adult beverage is not here, so I am out of I am out of the drink. Uh, event exclusive field research tasks will reward Pokeballs, Ampharos Mega Energy, Minetric Mega Energy encounters with Electric type Pokemon, and more. Timed research focusing uh, focused on evolving and powering up Electric type Pokemon will be available. The following Pokemon will be appearing in raids: Voltorb, Shinx, Blitzel, Clink, Tynamo. Will be appearing in one star raids. Alolan Raichu, Alolan Graveler, Magneton, and Ampharos will be appearing in three star raids. Therian for me, Thunderous will be appearing for the first time in five star raids. Mega Evolved Manetric, otherwise known as Mega Manetric, will be making its Pokemon Go debut in Mega Raids. Mega Houndoom and Mega Abomasnow will be appearing in Mega Raids at this time. Bonus, you'll have a higher chance of receiving evolution items when opening gifts during the event period. Why? But okay. Um so and then the boilerplate. Mega. Huh? What? First time we don't have a starter mega in the rotation. Oh, is it interesting? I mean, at this point, we've had enough. We have enough megas right. announced and released that we can vary it up a little bit. Now I'm yeah. keeping my eye out for my. I thought I had my makers mark down here, which, you know. <laughs> Isn't necessarily my go-to, but I thought I had it down here. But I mean, the higher chance for receiving evolution items, that could be a number of things. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be... What's What am I thinking of? The evolution requirements for... So, Sinnoh, Unova, yeah. Stones. I think, like, Magnezone is the one thing I can think of. Magnezone's How nice would item. that be if we got lures out of those? We won't. Oh, no. that's right, because it requires a lure. That evolution requires yep. a lure. Yeah, that won't happen. I I can almost guarantee you that. I wish. <laughs> Sell them in a bundle. Yeah. I wish. I wish there was... I mean, I wish it was a rare research, but research that gave you... Lures. Basically any item that you could get. I'd love to yeah. see lures. I'd love to see raid passes. I'd love I to would, see something. I would say we see lures before we say raid passes because we've already seen the the lures as special research rewards. Right, but like as just a general go spin a stop and oh hey this you know make five excellent throws and you get a glacial lure. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> the research chill out. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I'd love to see some yeah. of that. Um. Yes, so you were talking about Tynamo, I think, before we went live. It's okay. It's okay. It. I mean, the one thing that made it really good in the main series games was its ability. A Pokemon's ability are natural inherited abilities that give them varying effects. 
uh, its ability was Levitate. Levitate's ability was to make any Pokemon immune to ground-type moves. What is Tynamo? Tynamo is an electric-type. What are electric's only weakness? Ground. Do the math. It was really good. But because we don't have that ability, this Pokemon's stats aren't the greatest. It is incredibly glass cannon. And it's got a very, very mixed bag of moves. But from what I saw earlier on Twitter, and I'll pull it up here right now, was its fast moves weren't the greatest, but it did have some interesting moves. So for its fast moves, I do remember there was uh, either... Oh, here it is right here. So from PV Poke, I don't know if he's officially released it yet, mm. but for Electros' moves, they you have fast moves are Spark, and okay. acid. Yeah. Charge moves are dragon claw, okay. thunderbolt, okay. crunch, mm. and acid spray. Hmm. Hmm. That's a nice mix. Those... If they got Volt Switch, those charge moves would be disgusting. Yeah, those fast moves are bad. Yeah. <laughs> those are not good. And I mean, it's on top biggest of. biggest things that it's beating is Empoleon, Charizard, Lapras, Togekiss. And Talonflame. Huh. Yeah, but not having Levitate is a really big disadvantage for it. It's it's not the bulkiest Pokemon. Oh, it's attack weighted. Yeah, that's that's too bad. That's Yeah. We're but gonna... those moves are something else. <laughs> yeah, that's a great moveset for on a not good not good Pokemon. Yeah. I feel like if it had Bolt Switch or maybe a different type of fast move, it could see a little bit more play. Mm -hmm. But an electric type with acid is a very interesting option. I feel like it's in a similar boat to Heatmore, where Heatmore has a really interesting moveset, but it just doesn't see play because of its stats. Yeah. Which is kind of a shame because there's some really interesting Pokemon that have really interesting movesets that just will never see play. Yeah. And it's just the double-edged sword of the... The transfer from the main game to this. Yeah, the mechanics just don't port over. Yeah. Um, Jiggly Dad, I see your uh, your ability, ability levitate uh, makes Pokemon play Dua, uh, Dua Lipa. I don't listen to pop music, so you're going to have to spell that reference out for me. So I No, I won't. I've never heard that word. Dua Lipa, it's the they're a musical artist. Um, English singer and songwriter. Yeah, I haven't listened to any of their stuff, so, um, shame on me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm just I don't know. I'm sad. I'm, I'm excited for the electric event though. There's yeah, some good Pokemon coming out. That's cool. I will be like infinitely more happy if um Mareep shows up. For uh, real. I, I would always be uh, happy for more Mareep. Um, let's see. So Alolan Geodude, Voltorb, Electrike, Stunfisk. Stud, Stunfisk, honestly. Yeah, from Stunfisk this list of, is a big one. <laughs> um, Stunfisk is the only thing in this list of Pokemon that are just spawning that I would say go, go get. Yeah. Um, Alolan Geodude is something to look for. Um, Alolan Golem and Alolan Graveler are solid uh, solid performers, but they don't show up very often because they're they're rather niche. You'll see them more often in 
you'll see them self cups. You'll see them in self cups. I don't think you'll. I would be surprised to ever see them come to relevance in GBL. Um, but they if you're might looking do for... a cup like Canto Cup, where because it's the Alolan cousin, it gets in. Uh huh. Um. Voltorb and I'm just losing my brain here as far as Pokemon's names. <laughs> so Voltorb Electro does see yeah. some play. It's a very niche pick. It has. Snarl. I know for me, when we were first playing Pokemon Go in 2016, Electrode was one of the last Pokemon I needed to fill my Pokedex. Uh-huh. We never saw any spawn down where we lived, so we had to travel all the way out to Seattle to find a nest, and I spent like four or five hours just farming down Voltorb. What's the uh, candy requirement for the evolution? Is it 100? 50. Oh, okay. It's just that we never saw the mountain here in the valley. Uh-huh. Um, Electrike and Minetrike, I another Pass. pair you won't see in PvP. You just won't. You ever heard of the move called Flame Burst? No, there's a reason. Wait, is Flame Burst in the game? Yes. Oh. I, if I remember correctly, there's like three Pokemon that have Flame Burst. Yeah, Minetrix one of them. Boof. <laughs> it's too bad. Yeah, Stunfisk is the one that I would say look out for here. Yeah. Um, I'm disappointed. Get, this and is get like your Dynamo candy because it's probably going to be a 125 evolution. Yeah, for the for both tiers. The one thing I would have loved to see here is this is the opportunity to put Shinx in the wild, but Shinx is going to still be in 5K eggs and in raids. And that's yep. it. Which is incredibly disappointing. Yeah. I mean, Absol has been in the game and has only been in eggs and raids. Outside of events. That's true. What else is there that's only been in... Hopefully also Mawile. research. Mawile. Yes. But yeah. it did get put into Rockets too, so... Yeah, which means... Yeah, Rockets were the one thing if you can get it in any stat distribution. Like that's my my biggest thing. It's a three tier that really won't see any relevance because you can't easily get it at a PvP IV. I mean, even then, it's, it's overall stats don't benefit it. It's more of a speed based Pokemon. Its movesets okay. Um, oh, yeah, DJ Kizza says Clink as well. Um, exactly, Clink is another one that will see some play, but will not be incredibly relevant because it you you want different IVs than what you can get at get it at in its timber method timber yep <sighs> it makes me sad <laughs> now you have to use paywall <laughs> yeah well I mean paywall but then trades yeah so yeah I know Randall here in chat has traded me a very very nice amount of sandile and uh ponyards lately Looking for those red IVs. Yeah, just it's just a roll. You just got to keep rolling here for our audio listeners. I rolled a five. Oh, I didn't hear it. No, oh, let me try one more time. I rolled a 15 that time. Okay. <laughs> Paywall is free. <laughs> Paywall sounds like a um, Persian. Meowth move. <laughs> yeah, a Meowth and Persian move. Trying to think, wasn't there? Isn't there a Pokemon or a, a trainer There's at some point? That's, isn't there a trainer at some point that loves money, or is that just Team Rocket in general? I think that's just Team Rocket in general. Oh, okay. All right. 
are you ready to hop into the metal analysis? I am. All right, I'm going to push some buttons here. Welcome to the meta analysis. Sweet. All right, buttons pushed. We're going to hop into some more talk on the Vortex Cup. Vortex, vor, Vortex, vor, Vortices. The Vortex cup with, with some dragons and ice and. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I. I don't know how I like this meta. I mean, having. Having not played any and still just sort of looking at this meta it's my lack of reasonable ice type availability really doesn't help my overall enthusiasm to play this meta i have no good frostlass i have no good lapras and i have no good dugong i could try a, a snowy cast form but i just don't know but if you look at the chart here, the things that ice beat, electric beats as well. Yeah. The only benefit is that some of the ice also beat the grass. But to be honest, I'm not seeing a whole bunch of grass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and the ice can help. G5, I'm bringing you both the Lapras and the Frostlass. <laughs> doesn't surprise me that it uh, that could play out pretty well just because it's it very, very much... Water is bulk. <laughs> it um, it dissuades your opponent from running dragon or flying. Yeah. Um, and then also the pressure against ground also helps. So, yeah, yeah the running. I've I've uh, honestly the last couple of metas I've been thinking, hey, should I try and run a double of a particular type? Um, and in this instance, ice type is actually not a bad option. I did swing a double dragon by jesse and he was like no and i'm like okay <laughs> yeah reasons like that right there lapras and frost last yeah running no. <laughs> no don't run double dragon i was like i could run i could run double or i could run triple i could run uh kingdra you know, just you, go you, full dragon breath team gyarados yeah. charizard <laughs> gyarados charizard um kingdra uh, flygon. flygon does flygon have dragon breath no but it's yeah. just dragon <laughs> okay uh, Dragon Air. Uh, neutral. The I, I just this this meta is so, it's not all over the place. It's just weird yeah, yes. and in some cases very expensive. Like I'd yeah. love to run a Diggersby. It's just so expensive. No matter. It doesn't have to be level fifty. Well, I mean, but even level forty, you're still maxing out a Pokemon. The Stardust cost alone is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, it just makes me nervous of looking at that, and I'm I'm just yeah. I have inferior buddy. <laughs> I have good ones. I I have good IV'd ones. It's just a matter of having the resources and being willing to spend the resources. Yeah, which I'm not entirely against, but let me let me look back. Um, Jesse, your thoughts because you've run through a tournament or two of this meta, haven't you? I did a practice tournament. Western Washington University. Mm -hmm. Shout out to at Bowling Bacon. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Doctor or DeFi here with the only bunny that matters is um, I'm gonna say its name wrong. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Uh, Lot bunnies. It's evolution. Yes, I'm trying to remember the base farm. Baneri. So Baneri. Baneri. Uh, <laughs> no worries. 
So I actually did a match while we were recording tonight. Oh. <laughs> Don't admit that to me. If it makes you feel any better, it was a half hour ago. <laughs> it doesn't help. From what I've seen of this meta, so here's what I'm running for my team, the Western Washington Cup. Let me pull it up here. Here's my question: had... Did you did you win? Yes. Okay, good. Because <laughs> if you're playing, I would have been I would have been grumpy if I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as the compliment, Jiggly Dad. But my cup. So for my practice team, everything on this team I'm about to tell you is the same except one thing, and even then I have now regrets after picking this team. So when it comes to our battle science uh, battle lab vortex cup, which if any of you listening would like to play in, or anybody here in chat would like to play in, jump in the Discord. We're always open. The tournament's going to start this Friday. For podcast listeners, I'm willing to hold out for till 2 p.m. PST. That way, if anybody's listening to the podcast and you want to join, jump in the Discord server. Let me know. Hit us up in the battle lab. Uh, you know, just let us know you're interested, and if you want a tournament for Self Arena to jump in, we host them monthly. Uh, this is our, what, sixth cup this month? Or this year? No, fifth. It'd be fifth. the fifth. Mm, this year? Because it started this season. This Sorry, season. I should okay. say season. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, it's month three. What's what's going on? But yeah, we have tournaments. You want to hang out and play with us. Good mix of levels, skill levels in this lobby. Um, my team so far for this cup is Kanto Ninetales, Prime Ape, Wizcash, Frostlass, Galvantula, and then in my practice team I ran Zbellius, but I dropped it out this month for this cup for Craydilly. Do you have a link? Uh, no, but I can send you a picture. Uh, do that. Um. So wait, you dropped Zbellius for Craydilly? Yes. Why? Because Primeape and Frostlass are everywhere. And Cradilly is a rock type, though. And grass for all the Whizcash. Mm. But that doesn't Water help Water type is a very common... T- I know it's still weak to it, but it's only neutral. Here we go. And the pressure Cradilly creates with Stone Edge is amazing. It's nice and small on our stream video. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. That's just how it, uh, that's just how it opened. The one over-glaring weakness that this team has is a weakness to Primeape. Mm. And Primeape is one of the core picks of this cup. If you haven't had a chance to look at the meta, Primeape is the premier fighter just because it also hits back against the things that beat it. And it's Night Slash, Ice Punch, or Close Combat. Or if you want to get really spicy and Elite TM it, you can give it Cross Chop. Gross. I'm not going to say what I'm running on any of my Pokemon because I have to leave some surprise. Mm. But um, one of the big questions for me this cup was why did I choose Wizcash over uh, things like Quagsire? Because Rock-type moves are going to be very strong in this cup along with people just now having coming out of Community Day with all the Fletchlings into Talonflames. I don't know if you've had a chance to play in GBL yet, but Talonflame is everywhere. Mm. And if it's running as a lead, most people will blow their shields on it. 
just so they can use the uh, flame charge and build up incinerate and melt you down. And it is a pain in the butt, so a rock type is definitely a good pick. But the problem, again, is Primeape. Primeape is a very pivotal pick. Primeape, or a fighting type in general in this cup, is going to be very big. I mean, it's the same with Open GBL. Machamps are a thing. Anything with counter is really relevant. The only thing I really have to answer against Primeape is things like Whizcash or uh, Ninetales that can just spam. But even then, if my opponent's smart and they can see that I have that overglaring weakness, I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> uh, Loading Death says they don't see too many Talons. It still might be pretty early on, but don't overlook it. It is a very popular pick right now. Talonflame? Yeah, I've yeah. heard a lot of good things about Talonflame and its performance, so I am not rushing out to go level one up, um, especially for this tournament, but it's if not If you want to jump back option. to that graphic there, I can kind of give you an idea of my thought of the cup. Mm -hmm. So, ice types are a good option. Um, Dugong overall performs the best of the ice types because if you run it as a lead, you can debuff and potentially swing a match. You can also, much like Galvantula, it and Galvantula paired together are pretty nice. Because it beats Dugong, but Dugong can also apply the pressure with Icy Wind. I like to consider the debuffers also potentially good swap-ins. Because if somebody swaps out of something, and you can swap either Galvantula or Dugong in on that swap, you can start trapping them with debuffs. Mm. Or if they swap out, and you they send in something... Like if you put Galvantula or Dugong in the lead, and they swap out you can immediately debuff whatever they swap in, and they're stuck with that debuff, and you can counter-respond with your counter. Mm -hmm. So both Galvantula and uh, Dugong are both good trappers or setters for this cup, in my mind. Same with uh, Mantine. Mantine having Bubble Beam can really swing matches. And with how popular Talonflame and Kanto Ninetales are going to be, it's a pretty solid pick. But you do have to be aware that a lot of people are going to be running. Most of the things in this picture I have seen. Um, I haven't seen much Dino or Mandibuzz. So I don't know where their play is right now. But again, I've only played one practice tournament for five rounds. And then my one match today. Um, the grass types are real. The grass types are there to counter the Mud Boys. And have also some good coverage in other areas. Um... Mel Metal is kind of a risky pick because it's a steel type that doesn't really have steel. It's got Rock Slide, it's got Superpower, it's got Thunderbolt, sure. But with, again, how much it doesn't like water, it still takes normal damage from water. It is a mythical, a bit higher of a... It's more meant for higher leagues, so it's one of those legendaries at a lower league level. It's pretty frail, so you do have to be careful on that note. Um, as much as I hate it, Mew, if you have a decent one, is a very good pick for this cup because it can literally fit in any of those five slots on this diagram. <laughs> you can put it as whatever role you want it to be. It's the... If you're willing to spend the Elite TM to give it a move and give it the one you want, or if you have 200-plus charge TMs and you want to clean out your inventory a little bit, uh, Loading Death, the Discord uh, notification link should be right here 
underneath the stream info. Go ahead and click that and join the server, and I'll point you in the right direction. But I think Mew is a very solid pick as a fill. Mm-hmm. Find out what your core and your team is going to be, and then run it as a filler. I mean, I'm missing a, an ice type. Would it? It doesn't have access to ice, uh, icy wind, does it? Let me check. It's got something. Could you imagine? I could run my Mew as an ice type. Although my so Shadow Mew... Claw is still the premier uh-huh. ice type or fast move. Mm-hmm. Ice Beam is rank 8 out of all of its charge moves. Uh-huh. So that will take a good minute to build up to. Uh-huh. What are you using the Ice Beam to beat, though? Or if you're using it to beat the Flyers, it does have Wild Charge and Rock Slide. Mm. If you're using it to beat the Dragon, yeah, it's got it has Dragon Claw, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. The two top moves from you in this cup are Wild Charge and Psy Shock. Mm. But I've seen people running it Surf. I've seen people running it with Flame Charge. Oh, flame charge shadow claw. That's disgusting. Uh, one second loading. I'll get it for you. No, I got him. Boop. Okay. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Mm, maybe it's not worth because the Mew I have is just like not good either. So. Um. And that's like my my biggest thing. Like, as much as I tell other people, like. Rank doesn't matter. Um, my Lapras is not fantastic. My I have absolutely abysmal stuff for Frostlass. Um, and my Dugong, my best Dugong is a rank 101, and I'd love to have something in the double digits, like rank 20 or so, to actually be worth spending the double Elite TMs to make it the double Legacy. So... I'm the only one holding myself back from having solid ice types in this instance, but I feel like the ice types are going to be pretty pivotal within this meta. For sure. And it's because they beat the flyers, they beat the grass Mm -hmm. and they also beat the, uh, beat the dragons, dragons, which in this cup is pretty big because you don't have fairies. Mm Hmm. Um, I mean, the three that I think have been predominantly seen are Primate, Frostlass, and uh, Kanto Ninetales, as far as the three that I see repeated. Let me go ahead and take a screenshot real quick of one of the cups that we're in, and I can kind of give you... I'll take a screenshot, but it won't show any of the players' Mm. names. It'll just show you some of the Pokemon being chosen. Oh, I almost caught a Laron. Oof. Ran. Bye, Laron. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, Chestnut's a really interesting one that I've seen. I was reading through. I didn't quite finish through the Vortex Nifty or Thrifty. Chestnut's a really interesting one that doesn't require the community they move and perfor- is performing as well as it is. Chestnut yeah. um, to me is a lot like uh, Cray Dilly, though, and Quagsire. Uh-huh. Oh, geez, I'm so sorry. Okay, you're able to zoom in good. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones where you have to have shield scenarios, and it's if it's running as a lead, most people are going to assume you're going to throw out superpower and then swap. Mm-hmm. And even then, Energy Ball takes a minute to get to. Uh-huh. Is it running... What is it running for a fast move? Is it running 
counter? It's just counter. Okay. So it's counter, energy ball, and superpower. Yep. Which is solid. Or no, I'm sorry. It doesn't have counter. It's Vine Whip. Gross. So the only fighting, it's basically superpower is its crutch. It does have Smackdown, though. Interesting. That's not going to be super relevant here, especially within its role currently. It can beat the ice, it can beat the fire, and it can beat the flying. Three things that it doesn't like. Uh, True. But most of those other three are going to get to their charge moves faster. Yes. (laughs) So, stick with the vine whipping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think in this... I mean, if you want the spice pick, SmackDown's interesting, but as far as... There's better performers like Tyranitar. Yeah. You didn't hear me say it, but Tyranitar might actually be viable in this cup. I did see a tweet from someone saying shiny Tyranitar, or not shiny, Shadow Tyranitar in this meta is like... Pretty disgusting. Pretty disgusting. So that's a very interesting... Uh, very not interesting to mention option. with all of the ice and flying and uh, fire running around. Uh-huh. It's an, it's an odd one. Yeah. Um, so I see Zuelius, I see Primeape, I see Ninetales, I see Wishcash. None of this Fairly common. <laughs> yeah. I do... I would be down to run Dragonair. I think, honestly, my biggest thing is I'm, I'm not having the ice. So I'm seeing some double electric. I mean, as long as you can cover the things that ice would normally be, you should be fine. There's a there's a double ice right there. Sunny cast form, dugong, frost last, hypno, wish cash, greedily. Um, let's see. Yep, more frost last, more frost last. No frost last on this team. Gyarados, Galvantula, Nine Tails, Hypno, Primate, Probo Pass. Although you could run Hypno and Primate with ice punches. There's a lantern. And a Talon Flame on the same team. These are some interesting. There's a Chestnut. There's the Chestnut. Wish Cash Dragonair, Chestnut, Frostlass, Primate, Panda Buzz. Interesting. Yeah, I just don't know. There's a, a Diggersby and a Chinchino on the same team. Okay, so Chinchino. Yeah. One of the most random charm users in this cup. And it has uh, and Thunderbolt. It has what? Aquatail uh-huh. and Thunderbolt. Oh. Here's the problem. Uh-huh. As a charmer, it fails to beat Primeape. Wow. Well, because it's a normal type. It's getting hit for super effective damage. But it's charm. <laughs> right. I mean, it's also Chichino. It's just too bad that it can't beat Primeape. Defi, yes, I, that is correct. I was seeing Raichu. Um, Raichu actually leads the is the very first entry in the Nifty or Thrifty, and that was something I was thinking about when it was first announced. I was like, ah, interesting. We've been saying it wrong this whole time. Zylius. Um, Zylius. Oh, Zvi, because it's um two in German. Oh, can Chintino beat Haunter? Uh, let's find no. out. <laughs> Hold on. Battle. Run the battle, Sim. Shin. I am butchering the spelling here. Chintino. 
Charm, Aqua Tail. Haunter. Well, Ghost Poison. Battle. Yes. Not by a lot. Not by a lot at all. 26 HP remaining. Gets to <laughs> an Aqua Tail. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that's um that's not great, Chinchino. What are what are we looking at? I mean, at? it's definitely a spice pick. No oh, one can predict it. God, a one thirty five point five in attack, a th- a ninety three in defense, and a one twenty nine in stamina. Those are the that is a bad stat distribution for a PvP Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not good. Um, Rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're looking if you're looking for if you're looking for a charmer. Raichu, I think, is would be an interesting one. Raichu is an interesting one, and then you didn't hear from me, but Don fan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the little. Uh, have a good night. Um, yes, Don fan is does have access to charm. It is a very weird. It's a weird pick. I like all of the grass, ice, or water. Though. Yeah, it's a weird pick, but it's not a good one. It does it, also double as a counter it user. It does have counter, too. I was really sad when they banned Wobbuffet. I was like, a... I'm finally going to sneak in a Charmer. Oh, and then Wobbuffet I see it banned, been... and I'm like, no! That would make sense. It'd be way too gross. <laughs> Even against like the straight so, damage. That... Someone in our... I'm going to give him a shout-out, but one of the people in our practice cup ran a Chansey, a best friend Chansey, oh. <laughs> in Vortex Cup. Yes. Gross. It was gross. Wait, did they run best friend XL? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It was disgusting. Actually, let me take a look at what I have for Chansey. They're like, they're like, how long do you want to play? I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Chansey pulls out a cigarette. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This is a rank. Nope, that's evolution at rank. I want to know what this is at rank 50. Oh, how long you got? <laughs> um, I have a, let's see. It's a 2, 12, 14 chancy. If I could get a zero attack, this one is a 1, 15, 10. The Chansey XLs is going to be a nightmare. I have four Chansey XL candy. I have 800 Chansey candy. Yeah, I'm not getting into level 50. During the Kanto event. <laughs> yeah, you had to get really lucky during the Kanto event. I have a handful of ones that have very, very beefy standard PvP IVs that I would be very curious to see at a as a Chansey at level 50 would be... That might be the goal. <laughs> that might be it. it. That might be what I'm looking for. I mean, They're running it with Pound and Psychic. Uh, I mean, I run it with anything. It's still going to survive. Still wants to be or a hundo. You want to stall. So wait, at a hundo at level 40, isn't it like sub-1400 still? Like 1200-something. Oh, it's only 1200-something? So you still want to be a hundo, but you want to then bring it up to level 50? Let me find out. 51? Is it 51 or 50.5? What's the best, buddy? I'm I'm looking it up. Okay. Because <sighs> I still don't have that hundo chancy. Uh, I'm waiting to get best friends with somebody to get me a lucky or a lucky friends to get up that lucky chancy. Um, Forty. 
perfect chance he is 1255. Uh, okay, so you are still looking at the hundo. Gross. God, that's Level sucks. 51. It sucks. It is 1435. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it does have dazzling gleam. It does have dazzling Zen gleam. headbutt. It'll survive. I don't run Zen headbutt. Don't. New mission. Survive. Don't run Zen headbutt. That's gross. I mean, it would be super effective damage against any of the fighters that would be chunking it down, but it's still Zen headbutt. So, uh, Jiggly Dad, a lucky 15, 15, 14. I would say, unless you're actively, you're still actively looking for another lucky trade for a Chansey, I would say that's the best you're going to get. That is still super solid. So, because the 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 two things you're looking at for the the Chansey is going to be Hundo or darn near Hundo, um, and then Lucky because it's gonna be expensive. So, yeah. and I have I have the Lucky, I have the the Lucky Chanseys. I don't have the Hundo Chanseys. So, oh. Where else do we want to go on this little adventure through Vortex Cup here? Um, I think if you have any questions, feel free to send them to us. Uh-huh. Uh, Prime picks for me for the cup. Prime Ape is really good if you have it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, try and find something else. Gallade is not a bad option as a semi-fighter. Like, it's not really a fighter, but it's kind of plays the role. Uh, Hitmonchan is also another really fun one. I don't even see... Oh, there's Gallade. Gallade's at a 3% usage. I'm looking at the cup stats. The live okay, cup stats for self. all. Yep. Blaziken's another spicy pick with the fire moves. JRE Seawolf has good things to talk about. Uh, good things to say about Blaziken in this meta. So. Croak's another solid option. Mm-hmm. Always performs. <sighs> yeah. Whisk cash all over the place. Prime apes all. I mean, prime apes all over the place. Frostlass is all over the place. Zvileus all over the place. It's going to take a little bit of time for me to get used to saying Zvileus, but Zvileus, yeah. Uh, Ein Zvi. Uh, I don't remember what the third one is. One, two, three. Ein Zvi. A hydrogen? Hydragon? No, I don't. Oh, are you talking about the three third in, for three German? In German? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. Svens? No. Uh, drei. Duh. Ein, uh, ein, zwei, drei. Um, okay. Hydragon. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, I just I, this, this is a weird cup for me, and having I just need to honestly maybe I need to run double electric and running, running Without a having the ice. Yeah, running like a Raichu and a. Um, so one thing I was looking at that I couldn't quite break the mold on uh-huh. was both Galvantula and Crustal. Running both. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. both play very different roles, but share the same weakness. Uh huh. Bug is is bug weak to ice? No. Okay. Yeah, you're seeing a fire weakness. You're seeing a grass 
um, not what's it called? I'm losing it. Um, a grass resistance. So yeah, yeah, you're seeing some performance. I mean, the crustal will beat the ice, the flying, and the fire, whereas the galvantula will beat the water, the flying, and also hits back against some of the dark with lunge. Hmm. Same with same with crustal. It's an interesting pick. Yeah. Running double bug. It's probably not super advisable, although I'm not seeing a ton of... I see a lot of nine tails. Yeah. It's pretty consistent, so that would be a little bit of a worry. Crustal does beat nine tails, though, because it's only neutral damage from nine tails. Uh-huh. And Crustal does have a little bit of little bit of chunk to it. Not yeah. a ton, but it does have a little bit of chunk. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm. I mean, I, I at one point I was looking at double bug, double water. Someone's running a Snorlax. Oh yeah, Snorlax has nothing to not sneeze at. Snorlax, Wishcash, a Scavalier, Scoliopede. Whoa, hold on, that's triple bug. The <laughs> Scavalier, Scoliopede, Galvantula, and then Talonflame. Yeah. Wow. Someone likes their bug types. Triples. Um. Yeah, it's just all over. I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of the decision paralysis, choice paralysis of in near open meta. So there's like the top performers, but then there's also some options. So, but yeah, oof, Chinchino. <sighs> what a pick. What a pick. Could what you, a spice. That tournament's concluded, right? No, this one's still going. Can you see what the win loss is of the Chinchino player? Uh, we find him. That's true. Jiggly Dad does bring up the good point that bugs could be good in the meta with a lot of dark coming around. Yeah. With Mandibuzz and Zvalit. Uh, I just like Zvi. them both because go to PV Poke and plug them both in. Into the same team. team build. Um, I should have it open somewhere. Support them with the water, and I think you're really good to go. <laughs> Um, let's see, what do I have currently in here? Hypnopolyrath. So we're going to clear out of those. Uh, the person that's running the Minchino hasn't played their match yet. And you're still on the first round? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm um, actually the first person to complete their game. <laughs> good, for you. good for you. Um, <laughs> we're seeing Galvantula. Yep. And, we're and Crustle's running at... Smackdown. Make sure you change it to, uh, Vortex. Yep. Oh, you already have it. Okay. Great team. Coverage F, bulk D, safety B, consistency A. So, wins. Scroll down, look at those buzz, wins. Swellius. Or no, loss. Losses so, the purple X means they closely win against that. The dark purple X means they just destroy whatever that is. Let's but see. that column is very strong on both sides. Is this potential threats with a wins? So something like Wizcash would be a great support for them. Uh huh. I'm sure that's what you'll see if you scroll down. Well, Mantine, Driftblim, uh huh, Primeape, yeah. So ah, I mean, that's right, but it was something I was looking at because they have good coverage with both of their typings. Uh huh. Hmm. It's just something to think about. Hmm. 
Yeah, Galvantula and Crustle beat out Mandibuzz, Zwellius, Dugong, somewhat Snowy Cast Form. These are close wins, though, if I'm yep. reading these right. Again, yep. every week I look at these charts and I always, always <laughs> It's not these. just you. We've had some people in uh, the other tournaments okay. that were asking about this. It's it's a very interesting format how they do this. Uh-huh. Think of it this way. It's their, that Pokemon, is it beating you or no? But I'm more confused as to which the wins and losses, is it more pointing to the, the name that's above it or is it pointing to the name that's on the, the left of it? Like one of the boxes. Okay. That breaks it down better. So let's see. You're looking at Dragonair and Primeape beating them both out barely. So you'll want a Psychic and a Ice-type or some other Flying would dragon. Flying would be a good one. I do want to put in Polyrath and Hypno, which were two that I was looking at, and see where they Both solid it. picks. Yes. Generating BCBB. Um, probably would recommend me a fighter. Wow, this is actually super solid. Huh. The coverage, you just have to pick one or those one of those two to pair. Claydol, Galvantula, Lantern, Cradilly, Steelix. Steelix. <laughs> no one's. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. No one's running Steelix right now. Oof. <laughs> I love That's Steelix. For Steelix. I love Steelix. Nobody's running Steelix right now. Ferrothorn, yeah. Escavalier, Raichu, Raichu, Alolan. Those you Sceptile. will see. I have so seen wanna, all of those. I want a ground and a fighter. Uh, your speed. Yeah, uh, if I had one. Um, I'm not against running Prime. Look at those wins Diggersby gets. Holy crap. <laughs> and let's see. I ran Primeape and I ran Lucario is an option. You just gotta watch out for the counters. No, if I'm running Primeape, I don't have to run Lucario. Let's see what it recommends me here. Double fighting is a concept people are using. Mm-hmm. Bulk D. So I need a better. I need some chunk. Some thickness. Thickness. Getting a sickness. A sickness for thickness. Um, I haven't seen too many Wormadam trashes yet. And I think that's just because Ninetales and Talonflame. Uh-huh. Yeah, with the the buff, it's looking like, let's see, Mandibuzz, Wellius, Talonflame, Fortress. Okay, these are all over the place with who, let's see, so Claydol's one that's... Claydol's a uh, threat Claydol's to your threat, team. These right. are things that are beating it. I don't Look, know. Loading, we're all the same, I think, on that boat. Yeah. Actually, I said I wasn't going to be building a team on this <laughs> on this episode. Yeah, running a double a double um double bug's not a bad option. Actually, let's just run a double fighting with what's a recommended fighting up here. Is there another one? Uh I don't want to do Lucario. Lucario's really gonna be yeah, it's a very niche pick, and you've really got to know what you're doing with it. Let's run Blazekin. Let's put Blazekin in here. That's spicy. 
going to be a fighter. It's going to give me harder counters to B, D, B, B. I, my Hypno pulls out some wins, some losses. Let's see. Potential threats, Claydol, Wormadam Trash. It feels like Primate and Bladeskin are kind of doing the same thing, though. Yeah. Mm. But hey, this is all stuff you got to. It's all weird stuff. Yeah, you just gotta team build. Yeah, I'll play. Play it out, more. pick out some stuff, see how it compares to other stuff. Uh, let's see. That was the Chinchino. Yeah, I think that's about it. I would go through our rankings. Rankings hasn't changed. Nothing's been added or changed. Yes, I agree, Jiggly Dad. It's been pretty nice to see all the abundant amount of Bunnelby lately. The um, phrase that popped into my head earlier for a potential name of an episode was, um, was it Catch Diggersby or uh, Catch Bunnelby or Die Trying? Yeah. So just keep catching them. Just, they're, they're all over the place. They're common. If ever there was one Pokemon to do the XL candies for, um, the Bunnelby and Diggersby is going to be the go-to because they're all over the place. It's it's like it's like Rattata. Like yeah. if 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 Raticate actually benefited from doing uh, level fifty, I would say go do it because you'll need it for the uh, level fifty um, research anyway. Is that um does that require you to to be at that level to have it, or do you just have to have three maxed out? the max it doesn't count unless you max out on that level oh gross okay yeah so don't max out before then um so go catch those pokemon and go rank up the diggers b so go level up that diggers b but you have to get it to level 50 is that right no you can get some that are different levels that still work no for the level up requirement i mean oh yeah that has to be level 50 okay so then you can bring it up to level 49 and then just hold on to it to once you get to that level. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's... I won't... I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking, Jiggly Dad, is that some some Diggersby are going to be a better rank at level 49.5. Like, they're going to hit just sub-1500 at 49.5. Yeah, you just got to catch it. They won't <laughs> cat. Yeah, they won't count. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's not... Uh, it's not not ideal lining those two things up isn't isn't uh quite as easy as i might think it would be yeah um but catch the diggers b or catch your your bundle b do it do it catch all of them don't don't let them go to waste don't let them run don't ignore them they are important all right, are we trying to wrap up with the community question? Yes, let's wrap up with the community question. I believe we only had some answers from the community question here actually gonna hit split button boop split button pushed we only had a couple of answers to the community question in our discord let's see like the answers though (laughs) yes i mean there's a lot of the kanto tour uh previous community question was what are your opinions good bad and the ugly on pokemon go tour kanto uh i mean it's a big event it's basically if they're gonna do two events a year Kanto tour or whatever their their go tour event and then the go fest 
So this was kind of the marquee event for the the first half of the year uh, for Pokemon Go. So Winston the Champ in the Discord responds with six points here. Uh, point number one, it was fun, somewhat overwhelming. Point two, it was too big, trying to juggle the battle tasks with all the catching and everything while helping, helping a kid play. It was still fun, but she could not beat most of the trainers by herself, so it took some t- uh, some of the fun out of it. Number three, shiny rate sucked, but I was not expecting CD rates, uh, community community day rates. Number four, I'm sick of, quote, research, end quote, that has the professor kneeling down in front of his truck. Give us some actual story to go through or a change of scenery. <clears throat> uh, number five, thank God they extended the window for the collection challenges. Number six, I hate that I feel like I missed out because I didn't use a gotcha or go plus. If you don't have one of those, you had to be pretty selective on what you were targeting. If I had an incense, I do uh, I do a raid and I miss about 10 spawns. Do you focus on battling NPCs or not catch or spin? Yeah, and that was one of the things we had talked about in our discussion on it. There's just too was, much. Yeah, too much, too many spawns. I, I mean, props i was watching i don't remember if it was a i think it was a trainer tips video or something where someone was catching pokemon and using the quick catch method which is it's not i wouldn't call it an exploit and i wouldn't call it a i would call it taking advantage of a bug the quick catch is not a in-game mechanic that is at all shown to players it is something that is a bug within the game that people have taken advantage of and will theoretically not get patched out because it's not hurting anyone, but not every player is able to take advantage of the quick catch, this quick catch quote mechanic end quote feature. Yeah. <laughs> not even I a mean, feature though. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would more call it a bug than anything. Um, I wouldn't call it an exploit because all it does is cut down on the amount of animations that you have to go through. Um, and even they then have the ability to turn off animations, but that's just more work. Yeah. I mean, that's something that the, one of the other, games that i play fate grand order has actually you have an option to toggle faster attack animations as well as remove the ultimate animations that take forever to play out so it's not uncommon and i imagine other games will have you know other games will do it too um or have done it as well where you can speed up the animations or skip the animations so Um, but it doesn't also it also doesn't like confirm if you've caught a Pokemon. So it's similar to a Go Plus where it'll you throw a Pokemon you throw a Pokeball and whatever it's better than the Go Plus in that it's it doesn't. It's better than just the Go Plus you, that you get all the benefits of your medals. You get a uh, the benefits of all of your medals and you can switch Pokeballs beforehand. Um, but it doesn't let you know if you confirmed the catch or anything. You have, you would have to go into your Pokemon box to see if you actually caught the pokemon so um yeah there's just a lot of stuff going on in the event and honestly if the event went on for two days if it was saturday and sunday uh i would you you have all of the same research you just have two days to do it i would say would be a better a better uh better way to handle the overload of stuff that they give to us (laughs) yes because you can catch all that you want day one and day two you could focus on battling raiding you know looking specifically for what you're you're specifically hunting for etc but as as we've seen with other events they seem to 
they seem to like to be cutting down on the overall length of events um, or mixing up events so that we're not getting the same thing because GoFest had two days but two different like core gameplay loops and events seem to be getting shorter so just in general it's it's playing different so yeah our other answer here is from jmar uh, x3dx jmar159 as someone who was able to get outside kanto tour event was pretty great i spent the day with my wife and her sister and we had a blast for the most part we weren't fans of having to raid for a lot of these things we were on shiny hunting missions, not sit around and wait for raid lobbies. It felt overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> it felt overwhelming at times trying to make sure we completed everything. As mentioned above, the NPCs were beyond annoying and it's upsetting that this event was marketed as completable from home, but the NPCs weren't in balloons. As someone who fast catches and is able to grind through encounters, my shiny hall was good and I was constantly trying to keep moving to keep fresh spawns, but my sister-in-law was tiring out and was having meh shiny luck. She had a ton of fun by the end of it, but it was mostly because it was the first time in months we all hung out together. Overall good. It could have been great. They still aren't quite managing this remote slash from home play and balancing that with the whole ban- pandemic thing going on. And I think that's a great thing to keep in mind. The, the overall balance between Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go play outside and Pokemon Go hold on. There's a pandemic going on hasn't a good way to do it <laughs> hasn't really it's for a while it was pretty solid but we're still i think like the entirety of the united states between the united states government the united the the americans in general and businesses as a whole we've never really found the right balance and we've all suffered for it in the long term yep uh, and Niantic is no different in that I think the core gameplay loop, I would quote gameplay loop of a fitness tracker app originally with, you know, Pokemon skins, Pokemon go outside, go get Pokemon, go get some exercise and catch Pokemon along the way, trying to find the balance between that and Pokemon being safe within the pandemic Niantic got to a good spot and then didn't double down or stay consistent long enough. So I think we're still in a weird spot where it's, we're not, we're not in the best spot. And like I've, like I said, I think last episode or the episode before where it was, it was a good event. And if we weren't in a pandemic, it would be a great event, but we're still in a pandemic. And so it's an okay event because a lot of people couldn't take full advantage of what was going on. So, yeah. Jesse, I am at a loss for a community question this week. And I feel like I've been doing that for the last couple of episodes. I need to start figuring out some community so, questions before. Episodes. I don't know if he's in here or not. Let me check real quick. Battle Ram. You had some questions on our fire red uh, Nuzlocke. Would you like to throw them at Steven here in the chat? Oh, yeah. Let's give me some options. Give him a tag. Give me some options. He threw out a couple uh, good questions oh, to me, and I want him to run those by you. Okay. But while we're waiting for him, thank you, everybody who tuned in. Thanks for hanging out with us. 
I'm giving a double handshake. Nobody can see because we don't have webcams. Maybe at some point I'll uh, look at getting one of those foldable green screen things and having a webcam. Maybe. So the green screen that I have from our Portland Mega is actually too big for my room. Oh, is it? <laughs> I kind of <laughs> wondered. So I'm going to have to get that back to you. Okay. I kind of wondered. Then I should probably hand off to you the um, cam link, Elgato cam link, because I haven't, I haven't been using it. And if you're going to be, um, yeah, I need, battles, I need a new capture card. Yeah, you need something that's going to work for you. All right, so I think Black uh, Battle Rams typing up those questions okay. here. But if anybody else has any questions or wants to hit us up with anything before we kind of wrap up here tonight, shoot us a message. Um, we'll probably end up raiding somebody here. I got country nerd on. Uh, yep. I did see a notice that country nerd is streaming now. We'll probably raid something once the, the episode goes off. Um, I'll do while battle Ram is typing up some stuff. I will do our end of episode spew. You can catch us on Twitter at battle underscore science for, the occasional humorous tweet and gif, etc. Um, you can catch us on YouTube. Just search up Battle Science, scroll down a little bit, and you'll find us. Um, thank you, everybody who has subscribed so far. We are in the process of getting enough people to get the youtube.com slash battle science. Um, here in the next week or two, I will try and put up Let's see, maybe last year's Extra Life Tournament streams up onto the YouTube as VODs. I think that one would require some additional editing because I was looking at the footage a while ago and it's all over the place. So I think I have to splice different files together for that. So that might take me a little bit. Um, okay. Those will go up at some point here. Um, if you're listening on podcast services around the globe, you can catch us live at twitch.tv slash battle science, um, live every other week on Tuesdays at 6 PM PST for the battle science podcast and filling in with other content, be it fire red, uh, Nuzlocks or we don't do a whole lot of other podcasts live on Twitch. All of our other podcasts are just base audio podcasts which you'll find on audio services. Um, the Patreon, patreon.com slash battle science. You can catch the battle science after dark podcast. That is Patreon exclusive there for a dollar tier or more, or you can back us at the $5 tier or more and become a Patreon, uh, a podcast producer where we will read your name at the beginning of every show for that month. Um, I am shaking. My water bottle is empty. I need hydration. I believe that's everything. Email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com if you would like. We still haven't had any fans send in an email. Um, not really a big reason to, but uh, if you have time and it strikes your fancy, do feel free to send us an email. Battle Ram has... Let's see a couple of questions here. What would be your Sinnoh team for the Arceus game? And what Megas do you think we'll get in the future that aren't great ones? Niantic is waiting to release post-COVID. Hmm. So it's a 
two questions here. Uh, what would your Sinnoh team be for the RCS game, and what Megas do you think we'll get in the future? Um, so I'm actually really curious to see. There are some thoughts that the RCS game will actually have different Pokemon than what's generally in the Sinnoh. Uh, the Sinnoh Pokedex. I did see some other stuff running around. Uh huh. So I would be more curious to see if you wanted to break it down because actually that's something that's over on the. Did I put it up on the YouTube channel? I think yeah, I I posted it up on the YouTube channel. Was uh, after last uh, Battle Science podcast, we did a live react to the Pokemon 25th anniversary presentation. Um, so that live reaction is there on quick. YouTube. Um, if you want to w- go watch that, it's the duration of the um, Pokemon presentation. Uh, a little bit at the beginning, a little bit at the end, talking about uh, our thoughts going into the presentation and our thoughts after the presentation. Um, first shot doing a live reaction, it was cool and a different experience. So um, if you're interested in hearing that, you can go check that out on the YouTube page. Uh, podcast listeners if you're interested in hearing that as an audio version i could rip the audio out and put it up on the podcast's feed if that's something that interests you let us know i'm not against doing that but i haven't done it yet so um uh, first one i'm asking solely if we don't have a pc in our lock to six months i would actually be interested in seeing the first question of what would your sino team be for either the Diamond and Pearl remakes or the Arceus game. What is your, from the Sinnoh region, what are your six? Because okay. that's a, I that's can see a, that being a community question. If uh-huh. you were in Sinnoh, what would your six Pokemon be? What would your six Pokemon be? And if there, if you have particularly, if you have some favorite Sinnoh Pokemon from Pokemon Go, um, you know, what, what are your, what are your picks from your experience in Pokemon Go that you would bring over into um, the Diamond question. and Pearl remix? uh remix Re- remakes remakes so um i'm also very curious i've seen someone say something about megas coming to the diamond and pearl remake so i don't know yeah um but actually you do bring up a really good point battle ram of in the core series games not having a pc if you're locked to six pokemon how does that affect the um how does that affect the the core series game of the Arceus game? Because I want to say an article also came out where they were talking about the battle mechanics of the uh, Legends Arceus game is not... It's real-time. It's not... Um, turn-based? It's not turn-based, so... So I'd be very curious to see some of that. I don't... Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll be really cu- curious to see if you have a team of... Si- if you're locked to a team of six and you don't have a PC or something. If you have to, like... Yeah, or, like, if you're going to catch something else, you have to release one of the ones you have. Yeah, because, like, canonically, uh, Red and Green is the first time you have the PC. It's the first time that that exists because you're helping build the technology to make that. And then in uh, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver, the they're you're helping like enable the functionality to transfer between two regions and two generations so there might be like a poka park or something where someone's like taking your mom is taking care of your pokemon while you're off doing other things i imagine 
Yeah. I think the other really weird question is how in the world are the Pokeballs working? Yeah. Because they're made out of wood. <laughs> Very curious to see some of that, some of that context in the RCS game. Um, Megas, do you think we'll see in the future that aren't great ones? Niantic is waiting to release post COVID. That's a very interesting question. I don't know if the community, if that's a community question, but it's an interesting, interesting discussion to have as far as what like community days and megas and events are Niantic willing to do during COVID when there's a chance that the overall player base and the overall amount of income is going to be less than when, COVID is less significantly less of a worry. So um, that's a very interesting, that would be a very interesting conversation to have. Um, I don't know, maybe on the next episode of the podcast, maybe on a BSAD. I'm not quite sure. That would be a really interesting conversation to have. Yeah. Um, although I think we're far enough into COVID that like at this point, I don't know if Niantic or a whole lot of people are like super worried about it now, considering the, distribution of the vaccine is out there honestly i think people are a little not worried enough still people should still be pretty present on the thinking of it but you know uh, we can't force you to be cautious we can only ask you to be yeah um let's see jesse do you have your top six Sinnoh pokemon well, that's something I have to think about. Okay. Do you want to come in uh, next episode with a team of six? I can do that. Okay. I'm thinking Empoleon and Driftblim off the top of my head. That's what I'm thinking. So here's another question to that question. Uh-huh. Is it just Sinnoh Pokemon? And is it stuff that is only in Go? Or is it just in Sinnoh in general? Um... Let's see. So I would say props if it's all Sinnoh Pokedex. Um, it's more of a question is what Pokemon are you bringing to Sinnoh? Oh, or, no. What Pokemon? What? What's your team of... Like when you beat the champions in the Sinnoh region, what is your okay, team of six? There's a better way to do it. Okay. Or like what's the team of six that you're bringing through to the champion? Like it, it doesn't okay. necessarily have to be like the best team with <laughs> the best the coverage. champion. <laughs> oh, Cynthia? Ooh, yeah, with dragons? Hmm. What a what a team. Um it doesn't have to be like the best, most best coverage team. But like what's the six that you're catching what's along the your six that you brought on your journey through Suno? Yeah. And what's gonna be in that? What's in your your what's in the Hall of Fame on your first run? So, um, and again, Empoleon and Driftblim are two of mine. Although I don't really think I cared too much about Driftblim initially In going through, series? but with, yeah, with uh, Pokemon Go and how it's performed, I'm going with Driftblim now. Okay. So, all right. Jesse, do you have anything before we wrap this up and scoot on out of here? Thank you again to everybody that hangs out with us and everybody that listens to us. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on the Twitch. Um, thank you everybody who listens to it in the podcast service. Um, I have lost my brain. I need to go find that. I got to go walk the dog. I've promised the dog a long walk today. HR is going to be very happy. Um, long running joke, actually, if you don't know, uh, my dog, we've I've called my dog HR. 
He's our human resources for battle science because when we did the podcast recordings in the same room, Parker would hang out with us. So um, Parker is battle science's human resources division. Um, he deserves much love. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will catch you guys in the next battle science podcast in two weeks time on the 23rd. By that point, hopefully we'll have the next announcement for the next Sylph meta. We actually will also get some more information, I believe, on regionals. We are, I guess, nearing the point where we're going to see the playoff. Do we call it playoffs? What do we call it? Whatever. Playoffs. I'm going to call it playoffs. Sports. Sports. Um, the, the playoff season is nearing for the self arena so we will see some more information for that regionals and then continentals yes we'll we should see some more information on that in the coming weeks so thank you everybody for tuning in we'll catch you guys next time and in the meantime we will catch you out there on the battlefield